Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the Relationships Made Easy podcast, episode 86. And we're going to be talking today about my best relationship advice for quick wins. And today I'm coming at you with five quick wins to have in your relationship. So stay tuned. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a number one Amazon bestselling author, TEDx speaker, and all around relationship maven with over 30 years of experience helping people create connected and happy relationships. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in your relationship today. So let's get to it. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. It is Dr. Abby Metcalf coming at you with uh, another great podcast as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> You know, I've been getting a lot of emails lately from folks, and I can't tell you how much I love them, heart them so much. Uh, Thank you, thank you. I just, they mean the world. I always reply. I reply individually to everyone, even though sometimes there's a lot, so it takes me a few days. But I just, I can't even tell you what it means to me because I'm sitting here just talking into the air when I'm doing this. And to know that things land and that you, you know, really appreciate what you hear uh, means the world to me because that is my goal with having the podcast. So uh, there you go. All right. So, and you know, my goal overall with this this series, I'm going to call it a series because I'm going to call this the best relationship advice round one. And this one uh because my goal is always to give you some tips that you can deploy and see positive results in a relatively short amount of time. That's what I'm going for. And so today, again, I'm calling this round one. I'm going to focus on tips that will give you positive results, I think, the same day, but certainly in a super short amount of time. You know, 
I'm a relationship maven, not a miracle maven. So <laughs> just <laughs> I can't I can't produce total miracles. So some things might be a short amount of time, but uh, I'm really focused on things where you can listen to the podcast today. At the end, you're going to be able to go, oh, I can do these things, and boom, you're off to the races. So. I'm not exactly sure how many rounds, this is round one, this series will have, and they're not going to be in a row, but I can tell you it'll be more than this one. You know, you know me, I can't shut up. So I'll certainly be doing more uh, with my best relationship advice. You know, I think a future one's going to be just my top five philosophies or, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, but I'll be coming at you with more of them. So uh, before we get to it, I just want to tell people, uh, I don't know if you follow me on social media or not, but uh, I have an Instagram account that I've been focusing more on, which is um, Abby Medcalf Thriving. Uh, That's the name of my business, in case you didn't know. It's AMT, Abby Metcalf Thriving, and that's my Instagram. Do they call it a handle? I don't even know this stuff. Uh, So I would love it if you followed me on Instagram, checked out what I'm doing there if you like Instagram. Uh, Otherwise, I am on Facebook. You can always find me there. But I'd really like you to uh, check out my Instagram. I'm doing some IGTV stuff and really trying to uh, put out more uh, material there that's helpful. Uh, So hopefully each day you could have a little, you know, perk in your day, a little bright spot and a way to focus on things that are good in your life. Okay. So let's get to it. So these are my top five quick wins. Here we go. And number one, my tip, quick win tip number one is to have a sense of urgency. I, this is one of the biggest issues that comes up. Um, I, I see couples and they don't have a sense of urgency when it comes to working on their relationship. So, you know, sometimes I see a couple and I, I send homework after the session and they come back and they haven't done the homework. And it's really because there's not a sense of urgency. There, you know, when when you're in a lot of trouble in your relationship, when things suck, suddenly the urgency is there and you want to work on it, you want to do all these things, you want to do all the things. And but then things get better and you either minimize what the problems were, you think, oh, I was just in a bad mood, or you know, oh, that he's really so great. Oh, she's amazing. I'm so in love. And so you forget why, in the moment anyway, why you were upset to begin with, and you have a lot of beliefs in your head. Oh, this is going to be so much work. It's exhausting. We've had this problem a long time. It's going to take a long time to fix. These are faulty beliefs. These are not true, and they get in the way of your sense of urgency. When you have that sense of urgency, it changes everything. And I'll tell you, because I can see the difference. I have, uh, I run a, a couples intensive. I have a couples intensive where couples come to me for three months. So it's a three month, it's like a program that they do. Um, if you're ever interested in that, you can just email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. I can tell you about that. And I, I, I do that with people all across the world uh, and all across the United States. And uh, the way it's set up is this three months and you you pay for the three months. You, you pay one price for the three months. And I have to tell you, my results from that are phenomenal. And I think it's because I believe, well, because of course I'm fabulous, but it's also because you've made this huge commitment. You've put the relationship first. You've, you've put up money, you've put up resources, you know, you're really saying, hey, I am all in. And then because it has a certain amount of time, people really get to work. They know it's not going to go on forever. And sometimes in couples therapy, it can feel like it just kind of goes on and on. There's no uh, there's no clear end point. So it's easy not to have urgency. So 
uh, and you know this is true. If you were gonna say to me, "Hey, Abby, I'm gonna I'm gonna get fit. I'm gonna work on getting fit," and I have clients do this, and they say, "I'm gonna join a gym," and any of my clients listening know, I always say, "Nope, you can't join a gym. <laughs> I don't want you to join a gym. Joining a gym." listen to that. There's just nothing there. There's there's nothing to, there's, there's nothing. It's like join a gym. It's so out there. There's no, again, no urgency, no clarity. What are you going to do at the gym? Why? How long? When? You know, there's nothing there. But when I have someone who comes in and says, I'm going to walk every night after dinner for 20 minutes. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to commit to walking every night after dinner for 20 minutes. Or I'm going to, uh, I just signed up for a 5K in uh, two months from now. I signed up for a 5K and I'm going to join the gym and start, uh, you know, training for that 5K. I have it kind of all laid out. I feel completely different about it. And you know what that is because you have the sense of urgency about something that's impending. You know, this is true with deadlines at work uh, or deadlines anywhere. There's a sense of urgency when there's a deadline. And the problem with couples work is that there's no urgency often. There's no deadline. So I need you to make an artificial one. So that often just means to think to yourself, okay, and whatever amount of time you decide, I'm, I'm open, but I'd like you to, to decide an amount of time. So this is a quick win I want you to do today is to assign urgency. And you can do it just for today. You can say, I'm going to put my relationship as my absolute top priority today. And notice how you do things differently, how you think differently, what you say differently. Notice if uh, you thought your whole relationship was riding on today, what would you be doing differently? Um, and so, and that's what's really important. Or you can say to yourself today, you can make a commitment for the next seven days, the next 30 days. I am going to make a commitment that my relationship is going to be a top priority. I'm going to have a total sense of urgency about it. And here's the five things I'm going to do to make that happen, whatever that is. Be very clear. So that is my first tip is to, your quick win is to create a sense of urgency today. And you will see changes, absolutely, because your partner is going to pick up on that energy you are putting down. All right. Number two, quick win tip number two is really huge. And it's to keep your promises especially to yourself. And let me tell you how this works. So if you want to build trust in your relationship, you've got to build trust in yourself first. So this means when you say you're going to do something, you do it no matter what. So when the alarm goes off in the morning, do not hit the snooze button. You said you were waking up at six. Not 6.10, not 6.20. I know you hit that snooze too many times. Not 6.40. Six o'clock, keep your commitment to yourself and get the F out of bed. If you say you're not eating sugar, don't eat sugar. Stop it. <laughs> Just don't eat sugar. Uh, if you say you're going out with your best friend on Thursday night, go out. Even if you don't feel like it by Thursday at five, you know, you're supposed to meet at seven <laughs> uh, because you're so tired, you have such a long day, you're exhausted. It doesn't matter. Get your butt to the, to the dinner. Get your butt out to whatever you committed to. Your, your word to yourself should mean so, so much. And because what happens over time when you keep committing something and saying you're going to do something and you don't do it, number one, it becomes very easy to keep not doing it. 
it it becomes very easy to just ah, I just say stuff and nothing really happens. Your your brain knows that you do this. Your con your unconscious brain picks up on this, and it's not even focusing on whatever you said you're going to do. Number two, when you do keep your commitments to yourself, you know you feel like a badass. You feel like such a rock star. When you say you're going to do something and you do it, it feels good. No matter how small that win is, that thing is, you know you feel good when you do it. And every time you blow yourself off, (laughs) that sounded funny, didn't it? (laughs) I feel like my 16-year-old boy. (laughs) Um... So that sounded wrong. But every time you, well, you blow yourself off. You know what I mean. Uh, Every time you don't keep a promise or a commitment you made to yourself, again, it becomes easier and easier the next time not to do it. And you become an untrustworthy person to yourself, to the most important person in the world, you. You say stuff, you have no real intention anymore of having to follow through. You know, you'll follow through if you feel like it. And ladies and gentlemen, we don't often feel like it. So you've got to get rid of that mentality in your head. Uh, I say all the time that motivation is a state, not a trait. People aren't motivated. It's just not true. The most people who come across as the most motivated in the world, Anthony Robbins, whoever, (laughs) they are not motivated all the time. They're really, really not. They have to dig for that. And they put in systems around themselves to make motivation easier. Okay. That's what happens. But people aren't just, so if you're always thinking, oh, once I'm motivated, I'll do that. When I feel like it, I'll do it. You're not going to do it. So get out of that. The other problem, so now you're an untrustworthy person to yourself. And then with all these broken promises, your self-esteem and your self-confidence take a nosedive. So you start feeling crappy about yourself and that is going to show up in your life. You, you just aren't, you know, that, that, person, that energy gets fed, feeds off into the world, leaks out into the world. And then your partner picks up on this and they feel like they can't trust you. If, you know, when you say you're going to do things and you don't, how can I trust you to always have my back if you won't even do stuff for yourself? So if you're always, you know, lamenting to your partner that you're going to go on a diet and you're going to eat well, and then two days later, you're off your plan. Or if you're saying, I'm going to walk every night after dinner, and then three days later, you stop. Or if you say you're going to, even something little, like, you know, I'm going to cut the grass, I'm going to pick up the dry cleaning, I'm going to fix the back door, I'm going to whatever, and you don't do it. Every time that happens, you, we, when your partner is watching you do it, they lose trust in you, even if the promise wasn't to them. And because we know, it's like, wow, they they just don't do things they say they're going to do. My partner does not follow through on things. And that means on some level, I cannot trust them to follow through on what they say to me. And that distrust in the foundation of your relationship is a huge, huge problem. So you got, so if you want to build trust in your relationship, you have to keep the promises, again, especially those ones to yourself. So right now, this is a quick win day, make a commitment that your word is law. If you say it, it's as good as done. No matter how small the issue is, completely commit. Now, this also means that you can't overcommit. You got to cut that out. And I'm I, I'm the worst with overcommitting. So this is something I spend a lot of time changing because 
it, it's a big because because of, of everything I'm saying, it, it's it's a big deal for me too. And you need to look if you have a to do list with fifty things on there. You know, I've talked about this before. To do lists are soul sucking. They are not effective. They are. I don't know. You can argue with me all you want. They're not. Uh, you need to schedule those things in that you want to do because when you schedule, you will see what you can actually fit in and what you can't. And when you have a long to do list, you know you can't do fifty things on Saturday. It's freaking impossible. So why have that lawn list? And of course, even when you have that lawn list, you're going to pick and choose what you want to do from it. So you'll do, if there's an urgency, you'll do that one first, probably. You know, if you, uh, if, if the window, if a back window broke in your house and you're losing heat or you're worried about the house getting broken into, guess what? That probably gets fixed first. But if, you know, for most of the things on to-do list, you know, it's not urgent usually to clean out the garage. So that's going to go to the bottom of the list over and over because you're going to do the low-hanging fruit first, the easy things first. And then by the time those are done, you're too tired or you don't feel like doing the rest. So, or you have plans for something else and you've, you're a lot of time is gone. And then that goes on the next list and the next list and the next list. And you know, when you have those to-do lists, those certain things come back over and over and over until they eventually just fall off the list and you just don't even do them and you forget them, quote unquote. And then six months later, uh, you know, when there's rats living in your garage and they're getting into your house, you go, oh my gosh, I, we never cleaned the garage. Um, and suddenly that becomes urgent and it finally gets done. And so this is not a way to live. You always feel behind the eight ball. You always feel like you're not quite getting crap done. And so get rid of your to-do list. Get very clear on what you are going to do. Look at your schedule, what can fit in there, what can't. And, you know, schedule in, if there's other things on the list, schedule them for next week, schedule them for next Tuesday, whatever. But by doing this, you start to really keep your promises to yourself. And you'll, I'm, I promise you're going to start to feel better about yourself in general. You really, really will. So uh, quick win tip number two is keep your promises, especially to yourself. Do not use your word lightly. If you say something, it's as good as done. It's happening. If it came out of your mouth, it's going to happen. Okay. Quick win tip number three. I know you're all very excited waiting for this. You're very excited. So (laughs) I want you to focus on appreciation, not gratitude. Okay, let me explain this. So I, I've done a whole other uh, podcast on why appreciation and gratitude is different. Uh, I'll link to that in the show notes if you haven't heard that one yet. But I'll give you just a very, so I go into much more detail, obviously. But briefly, let me just say that gratitude is not in the moment. When we're grateful for things, it, it's and it's always in contrast to something else. So I might be grateful for my beautiful home and that's in contrast in my head, like, oh yeah, some people don't have a home, right? I'm so grateful I have I have this um, because other people don't or it, earlier in my life, I didn't have it or um, you know whatever the alternative is. You're comparing it. You're also not in your moment. You're feeling grateful for things that, you know, oh, I'm grateful for uh, my short commute to work. I'm grateful for you know my wonderful, loving husband. And maybe that person isn't in the room in the moment. So you're just, you're thinking about things. You're by literally by doing gratitude, you're not in your moment. You're thinking about other things. Appreciation is very different. Appreciation is linked to mindfulness. And this is really what shifts things in a relationship. To truly appreciate things in a moment 
So not to be grateful and write a little list out every morning or something. And that's nice. Don't get me wrong. I like it. Do it. I have some couples who meet every morning and do little gratitudes together. I think that's great. I, I, I think that's wonderful. What I'm saying for this quick win is I want you to focus on what you appreciate. So today, then again, or depending on when you're listening to this, you know, tomorrow, all day, I want you to be in the here and now, and I want you to actively appreciate things in your relationship. So that means in the present. So as you walk in your home and you see your partner in that moment, I want you to appreciate, oh, it's so good to be home. I'm so happy to see my partner. I'm going to go make out with him for five minutes (laughs) because I'm so appreciating. Or I'm going to give him such a a big hug, or I'm going to let her know how beautiful she is right in this moment. Um, and how happy I am that uh, she's home and we get to be together now, whatever that is in that moment. If your partner cooks you a meal and you sit, you know, you don't say, I'm grateful for this meal. You say, wow, I really appreciate you getting home from work and not every day, not always, just, just right now. I really appreciate that you got home from work and you cooked this beautiful meal. Or I really appreciate that you uh, thought of this meal during the day and you went out and bought a chicken and brined it for four hours and cooked it, or I don't know what your people are doing. Um, hey, I'm really appreciative that you stopped that you stopped on the way home from work and you brought us this wonderful Thai food. This is so yummy right now. I, I, I so appreciate you uh, taking that time. Um, and again, whatever else you see, I you can be sitting watching TV together and just say, wow, I'm really just in the moment. I'm really appreciating that we're just sitting here like this together. It feels really good. I, I, and so in the moment, appreciate, appreciate, appreciate <laughs> all all day in a day. And I defy you not to feel completely different about you and your partner and your life by doing this for a day, okay? By being in your moments appreciating what's happening. Uh, And it doesn't have to just be in your relationship, by the way. You'll see if you can appreciate things as you go during the course of the day, it just builds and builds and builds. It's kind of amazing. So uh, that's quick win tip number three, focus on appreciation. Okay. We're buzzing through these today. Aren't you excited? You're not going to have to sit here for hours with me today? Okay. (laughs) Quick win tip number four, and I have a wonderful giveaway with this. I, I forgot to mention earlier in the podcast, I've got a really cool little download you can get on the, um, <clears throat> on, the on the show notes page, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, quick win tip number four is setting intention, especially before you see your partner. And I talk about setting intention a lot. I talk about it a lot because it's a game changer. People, it's a game changer. <laughs> it is that one thing all my clients come back and say, wow, I can't believe what a difference that makes. It's the, And it's often the one thing they keep doing no matter what, and it's it's so great. So, and I want to just come at it a little different angle today. You always have an intention. You always have an intention. But because you haven't consciously said it, usually, you don't call it that or think of it in those terms. But there's always a little agenda going on. That's really what an intention is on some level, right? So trust me, sometimes you might have an intention to be passive aggressive, uh, hopeless, enraged, uh, but you don't think of these things as an intention. You're just reacting or you're just feeling that way. And you know those situations where you're pissed off at something, your partner's 
you know, done and you, you know, you carry that around. So even as you do something nice for them, there's this undercurrent of something else and this oozes out in either being again, like passive aggressive or distant or just can, you know, disconnected in some way. So, and I've talked about this before, consistently working on your self-awareness um, will help you become aware of your intentions and get off of autopilot, right? Getting off of autopilot is the biggie. So you're not just doing those things and not realizing it. But learning to set intentions to to do that, the, uh, which I also call the 18-second shift, will help you shift any any of those conscious thoughts and feelings you have that aren't healthy, like when you're supposed to be acting nice, but you're just so pissed at your partner, you don't you feel like you can't. <laughs> so cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I really want you to think about how setting intention is literally the opposite of what you're normally doing. So normally you have intentions and agendas all the time that are passive, that are unconscious, and this is conscious. Uh, you're consciously directing yourself towards a desired outcome, right? And if you look at like a dictionary definition of intention, it's the the thing that you plan to do or achieve. It's it's an aim, it's a purpose, it's that kind of thing. And it, that's what they do at, at their core and setting an intention gives you this control and this direction. Um, and, uh, Wayne Dyer, who, uh, I think I know a lot of my, a lot of you listen to, or have heard, uh, or used to listen to, uh, he says our intention creates our reality. That was one of the things he said that I loved. And, uh, the Buddha said, the mind is everything, what you think you become. Right. And I know these words can seem sort of far-fetched. So, it's, uh, but they're not because as you think things and they show up. So as you think about being patient and kind, that will show up. It really will. And I'm going to give you a really cool example of this, how much we have control with what we think about and how it can show up in our world. Um, so, and this has to do with, uh, the Tumo monks, uh, of Tibet. And, uh, there was, a. Uh, Dr. Herbert Benson of Harvard University, he studied Tumo monks. They're also called inner fire monks uh, These uh, for over 20 years. He might even still be studying them. It's amazing. And as a scientist, he became interested in the Buddhist belief that uh, that says that the reality we live in is not the ultimate one. There's another reality we can tap into that's unaffected by our emotions, you know, by our everyday world. And Buddhists believe this state of mind can be achieved, you know, by doing good for others, by meditation, uh, that kind of thing. And he, when he was looking at this question, this idea, he started to study Buddhism in, in different forms. And he came across these Tumo monks. And the Tumo monks have a ritual, uh, ritual where they 
seclude themselves in an unheated room in the dead of winter. And this is in the Himalaya mountains. So it's freaking cold, people. I'm from New York and I'm saying it's cold. It's cold. It's really cold. <laughs> At sometimes freezing temperatures. So sometimes no more than 40 degrees. What they do, it's so crazy. And you can see this actually on YouTube. I've seen videos of this. The monks, they drape themselves in soaking wet sheets, okay, in this freezing room, sitting on a freezing floor in just their usual little garb there. And through the power of concentration alone, just through their thoughts, they thoroughly dry these sheets. They thoroughly dry the sheets on their back. And you can actually see the steam rising. They raise their body temperature through their meditation. And again, you can see smoke rising from the sheets as they dry in this really cold room. It's insane. And the monks view the heat they generate um, in parts of their body as, as byproducts of a process, you know, that comes out of um this different reality that they that these monks believe the world is that's different than what we all think of it is right they think of it as and so it and it's it gets trippy trust me so i, I don't want to get too far down that road but i it, what what we what i get from this and what i hope you get from this is that uh, this whole idea of mind over matter, you know, of really having these thoughts that really change what's around us. So in this case, you know, not freezing and dr literally raising your body temperature enough to dry a wet sheet over your back in a freezing room. Um, but we have this in Western society too, right? We have something called the placebo effect. It's been heavily researched and we've seen everything from sugar pills having the same effect as Prozac, right? To people getting drunk off non-alcoholic beer to fake surgeries, improving health, right? We've, we've seen it all through this so-called placebo effect. So when I say that by having a clear intention you can transform fear and doubt into hope and possibility. Uh, I got science to back me up here, right? I, I've got I've got science to back me up. Setting an intention, what that puts out in the room, what that creates is something so big. And I've said it a hundred times and I'll say it again. Our conscious brains process information at a rate of somewhere between 40 and 50 bits per second, while our unconscious or subconscious brains process information at a rate of 11 million bits per second. So your partner and any other family member or at work or wherever you want to set intention, but we're talking about partners today, when you set that intention, they pick up on it. They can feel it. They know. And they start to react in kind because they're picking up on that energy. So I just want to be clear about how I how much setting intention can really help you. So, and I do have a great download for you with six strategies. I outlined six strategies for setting intention. So if you'd like to know, you know, more ways to incorporate this great technique into your life, you can come over to the website, abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 86. And you can download um, these six strategies for setting intention. So you can have, you know, a bunch of different options for how you can operationalize this in your life. But talk about a quick win. Uh, and I'll also link, I have a video on this um, on YouTube. I'll link to that in the show notes also. It's called, I call it again, the 18 second shift if you want to get more information about setting intention. So it's really big. It's really a great way to have a quick win. Um, and I couldn't recommend it more. All right. 
And let's get to the last quick win tip number five. Uh, and one of my favorites, it's last but not least, but be your partner's biggest cheerleader. And I'm gonna, it's your final tip today to have a quick win in your relationship and create real lasting change. And it means everything. And again, your intention is there when you do this. You know, all that unconscious wonderfulness gets picked up. I mean, all that good stuff happens. The science behind it happens. But so there's very specific ways I want you to operationalize being your partner's biggest cheerleader. And number one is to never, ever talk shit about your partner or complain about them to like to too many people. And let me let me just be clear about what I, what I mean by this. So if you have a problem with your partner, you should be having that conversation with them, not with anyone else. Let me that's where it should go. Uh, love relationships are intimate. They are their own living, evolving being, structure, dy- dynamic thing. Okay, they're they're organic. They they grow and change. And when we take energy from outside a system and bring it into a system, it changes that system. And so for good or bad. And when we're complaining and putting all that energy out in the world about our partner, again, there's all that unconscious uh, little brain waves that are getting picked up on. And it, it does a few things poorly normally when we do this, when you just say the same things over and over and complain and talk about and whine and talk crap about them and how they suck at this and they're such a jerk and whatever. And what's happening is you are, first of all, you're going to hear 10 different um, opinions on what you should do about your partner. And that gets confusing. Uh, it also creates, again, just this in your head where that's all you end up thinking about. And you end up seeing it more and more. The more you, f- what you focus on grows. I talk about all the time, what you focus on grows. So as you keep focusing on what's wrong and what you're complaining about, first of all, there's no solutions there. You, the solutions aren't going to come from your best friend. The solutions are going to come from your partner, from you and your partner. So I really, I need you to keep coming back to your partner when you have something. Now, I will say this. I always tell people, pick one at most two people to confide in about your relationship. If you feel like you need a sounding board or you just don't even know how to talk to your partner about something and you need to talk somewhere else about it. But this should not be your crazy Aunt Mary who who doesn't think you should be married, okay, or in a relationship. I want you to pick, so a therapist is a good idea, right? Um, You know, a person who is qualified to really you know, bounce these ideas off with you and really help you come to a good understanding. Or, you know, that one best friend or your sister or brother or, you know, that one person that really has uh, your best interests at heart, that is a really good listener, that's not going to judge your partner because of what you're saying. You What you don't want is to complain about your partner and have the other person, yeah, they're a jerk. Yeah. Oh, they're horrible. That really becomes uh, a, a big old mess. So I really and even if in an innocent way you know if you're out and at a party or something and you're kind of teasing and ranking on your partner to other people um i don't like that i really don't if you want to tease your partner between the two of you that's great but out in public and with everybody else you know i want you to th- 
treat your partner like they're magic. I want you to look at them like they're magic. I want you to feel like they're magic. You know, I want there to be that different uh, energy about it. So, we, you know, we all slip sometimes. We all do the complaining or whatever. But in general, I want you to really pull that in. And that is a such a quick win to have when you just zip it, when you just stop that uh, flow of energy, you will really see changes right away. And And what goes with this, with being their biggest cheerleader, is really respecting that your partner has different uh, hobbies, different interests, different perspectives. Just because you would spend your time and energy differently doesn't mean it's better or worse. Really notice your language around, uh, oh, he's a spender, I'm a saver. You know, she's a this, I'm a that. Get, Get sort of out of all the labels in your relationship and instead just get into how to be their cheerleader, how to be like, oh yeah, it's so great. You know, we're really different around money, but it really comes together well because we have all this great diversity when it comes to that. You know, when we make decisions, you know, sometimes it's harder because we have these, you know, this real variety of of opinions, but it's so great to come to a new place together. And again, having this, um, these differences in our relationship really helps move things forward, brings us new ideas, gets us out of ruts, uh, really helps change the game. And so you, because at the end, you want to respect that your partner has an equal say in the relationship as you do. And that you're a team. I, You know me with the team thing, you're one shared resource. So it can't be that, you know, maybe your parents and maybe he's a stay-at-home dad and, you know, you're the breadwinner out there working. And it can't be that, oh, because he's a stay-at-home dad, then he has all the decisions around the kids and I have all the decisions around the money because I'm out making the money. It doesn't work that way. When you come together, it needs to be a team. You are each bringing things to the table Everybody has an opinion. And again, so if you're not the person staying at home all day with your kids, you might have great ideas about how to deal with things because you're not in it so deep. You know, you're not underneath it. And if you're the one who is home all day with the kids, I need you to listen to what those new ideas might be, to what else could be brought in that you might think, well, that's impossible. You don't understand. You know, everybody understands. So what what could that be? What else could be brought to bear here? Really important. And what's part of that in being the biggest cheerleader is I talk about this a lot. I'm going to repeat it here before we end. And that is that I want you to always see you and your partner coming together on things, you know, any differences, any things you have to decide on. I want you to always picture a triangle. So, Couples tend to just picture a line. You know, there's a straight line between me and you. And you want one thing, maybe I want another, and we we move along that line towards each other until we find some equal ground, right? This is what happens all the time in negotiations and compromises. And I need to tell you, they suck. The research shows that both parties in any kind of compromise or negotiation think they gave up more than the other person or party. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Everyone thinks they've lost in a negotiation or compromise. Think of the last one you had. You think your partner got away with more. They got their way more than you did. It It's it's a lose-lose proposition and it doesn't work because then that's what the seeds where the seeds of resentment get sown. That's where we start to get, you know, passive aggressive and or aggressive or just all that loveliness starts to breed in that space. So instead, I always want you to think of a triangle. You and your partner are each at one of the bases of the triangle and you're looking forward. You're looking towards a third 
party or a third solution so that you're bringing your energy in, they're bringing their energy in, you both have opinions, you both have thoughts, you both have perspectives, and those come together in some sort of magical third way and into a new solution that probably neither of you has even thought of before, that where there's some synergy there and there's some energy off of each other to create something else. And I'll tell you, in business, we know that when we have diverse work teams, they're the most, and the research backs us up, they're the most productive as long as they don't implode. And they're definitely the most creative. And that's why we bring together those kinds of teams. You don't want five people who have the exact same thinking coming together to try to solve a problem. It's You're not going to get really great solutions that way. And it's the same thing in your relationship. I don't want you loving your partner despite all their differences. I want you to love your partner because of all their differences and all the things they bring to the table that help make your relationship magical to the next level, exponential, synergistic, whatever word you want to use, that's a great thing. So as you're thinking things through, I want, again, be very wary of that compromise or negotiation and instead think ahead. Look at solutions that are out in front of you, not between you. And that's it for the quick wins today. That's right. So <laughs> to, to, to recap, you having a sense of urgency, I want you to to decide today what that is, to uh, what timeline you want to have for a sense of urgency, to keep every single promise you make to yourself, every single one, and certainly whatever you make to other people, but to be mindful of how many you make and, and to really make sure that your word is law, to focus on appreciation, not gratitude, in all your moments, all day long, and to set intention right? It's a game changer to be setting intention every day, like before you see your partner, every time before you see your partner, set an intention for how you want to be in that interaction. And then the last one is to be your partner's biggest cheerleader today. Put all that energy in. These are the quick wins. They are good over time. They are good for just today. No matter how you do it, you will be absolutely taking your relationship forward. And that's what it's all about. (sighs) Big sigh from me. Thank you, thank you for being here with me today. I know you have a lot of ways to spend your precious time and it is precious these days. So I'm always, I really am just flattered and appreciative that you're here with me. It means so much to me. It's really one of my uh, highlights is uh, feeling like I'm reaching you, talking to you right now. And again, you can come to the website, abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 86, and you can get your strategies for setting intention. There's six of them. Uh, my link to my Instagram account. I hope you check me out over there. And other than that, I want you to have an amazing week and start practicing your wins today. Thanks for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast at www.abbymedcalf.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.